Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, friends, good evening. Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. We are live with you on this Thursday night, the 1st of September. And as you can see, we are very happy to be together with Brian Glenn of RSBN. Uh, Brian, uh, great great to be with you tonight. Happy, happy September. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite times of the year. Kick it off going into fall. Uh, hopefully we have some cooler temperatures, but you know what? It's great to be back here uh, with you, Father Frank, because these are special times and times that we all need to pray for our country right now. Well, I want to uh, say to our, our, our audience tonight that uh, Brian and I uh, uh, spoke um, uh, some weeks ago about the idea of having uh, a, a night where we're together to pray. Of course, we pray for America every night. And Brian, we have a very good audience, as you well know, and uh, coming to us on RSBN and then through some other channels as well. But but you and I talked and we said, you know what, you know, people still come up to us and say, oh, during those days right after the elections, you know, you guys provided so much spiritual strength for us, encouragement. It was a time of great confusion. Uh, and, and I still hear people saying that to me as I travel around the country. Country, and I'm sure you do as well. Uh, but then, um, you know, the confusion continues. I mean, we, we're not confused about who we are or what we want for America. But boy, the other side, I mean, even tonight, Biden is uh, making his big speech and uh, he says he's concerned about the soul of the nation and, uh, you know, threats to democracy. But these are the very people who have been launching one attack after another on the soul of the nation and the good of democracy, right? No, you're absolutely right. And if you recall, when he first uh, was sworn into office, he pledged to uh, unite this country and and to bring you know Trump supporters together. Uh, but what his actions have done is the exact opposite of those words. He's divided this country. Uh, I don't. I think we're more divided than we've ever been, Father Frank. And, and of course, these unprecedented attacks that's been going on. Uh, down in Mar-a-Lago and just just the the, the blindness of, of going after crimes that were committed, it's it's incredible. I mean, we, we live in unprecedented times. Well, pertinent to what you're saying and to give a framework to our uh, prayer uh, here tonight, uh, I just saw this polling today. Uh, two-thirds of Americans believe that the political divisions in our country have gotten worse since the beginning of last year. Uh, only eight percent say the country has grown less divided. Um, few people see things improving in the coming year. 62 percent uh, uh, expect an increase in political divisions and um, uh, even political violence. So, I mean, this is a, a it's, you know, when you got the president of the United States calling 75 million Americans who voted for President Trump, semi-fascists, uh, that um, doesn't get more divisive than that. It doesn't. And if you want to, I'll go a step further. When you got Merrick Garland basically instructing, you know, to not talk to Congress. I mean, they know what they're doing, Father Frank. They're going after President Trump. They want to get him in on something to prevent him from running uh, for, for, you know, for election in 2024. They are desperate. 
And when des when people get desperate, they'll do anything, anything to prevent that from happening. It shows really, uh, in, a, in a strange way, it, it shows really that we're winning because they would not be taking these desperate measures if they thought that they could just get rid of President Trump and the MAGA movement through ordinary politics, uh, sure. through ordinary debate, you know, through the mechanisms we've been using for two and a half centuries. If they were winning on that battlefield, they'd be content. But they're not, and therefore they're not content, and therefore they have to resort to really. I mean, I, I am. I find it amazing how many times I have to use the word unprecedented uh, yeah. to describe the events of these days, right? Including yeah. the raid. Yeah, no, you're right. If they had uh, any policies that were actually good for the American people, they would be talking about that. Instead, they're spending their time. And you can look at all the channels there. It's all about Trump, Mar-a-Lago, classified documents. You know, they're not they're not concerned about solving the problems in this country. They, right. They're just only concerned with keeping power and control of the American people. They don't want to solve the problems. No, they don't. They don't. And if boy, if they did, uh, they they wouldn't be a, a they, they couldn't possibly be a worse repudiation of themselves because they're doing such a terrible job. But uh, sure. the only explanation is they 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 they're in and President Trump has said this as you know they're intentionally harming America. They 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 it's it's and it's sad to have to say that people who are yeah. occupying high positions in government you know that they actually don't love the country that they're supposed to be serving. Uh, Father Frank, I just wrapped up four days in Los Angeles. I was out there uh, doing some work and, and just driving around the cities. And let me tell you something. If, if our viewers right now, any of our West Coast viewers that are watching us in California, we got to pray for them, Father Frank. I, I have never seen such destruction and decay of an urban city of Los Angeles and really all, all of California. I mean, at a stoplight, I saw a guy smoke sitting on a park bench, smoking crack through a hollowed out Coke can. We rounded the corner and there was a guy stealing copper from a construction site. And then 50 feet further than that, a guy was you know, basically going to the bathroom on the sidewalk. And that is just 30 seconds into a glimpse of what democratic policies and what a lack of law and order will bring you. And, and people yeah. in Los Angeles are fed up. People in California are fed up. That's not the state that they used to live in. And you go back about 10 years, it's, it's really, I'm going to say this, it's when Barack Obama kind of got in that scene and we started printing money, the, the COVID lockdowns didn't, didn't help at all. We gave money, we gave, we gave people, we didn't incentivize people to go out and work. And let me say this, and I talked to a lot of people last four days, as soon as they legalized marijuana in that state, the, the motivation, the drive for people to get out and work and, and, and be a productive society Drugs are killing our country, and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it every day out there. It's a, it's a, it's an incredible, uh, incredibly big problem. I'm going out to California myself in a few weeks uh, uh, for a conference, and uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I can hear what you're saying, and it's really, it's really yeah. amazing, amazing, amazing thing. Um, you know what? I wanted to uh, uh, before we, I'm going to get a scripture going here, and. Uh, and say some prayers together. But you know, the um, representative Kevin McCarthy uh, just gave a speech um, a little while ago, I guess about two hours ago. 
uh, sort of like a pre-rebuttal to what Biden is going to be saying tonight, because what he's going to be saying is so so predictable. Uh, yeah, it is. You know, so predictable. It's one of those things you can respond to ahead of time. Um, but McCarthy gave a fantastic speech and uh, talked about the fact that, hey, friends, Democrats are in control of everything here. All the committees in Congress, uh, the White House, they've got, uh, you know, basically they're in charge right now of whether it's spending or the border or the economy or the, the healthcare system, the education system, our standing on the international arena. He went through a whole litany. He says, look, the Dems are in charge. Are we better off? Are we doing okay? You know, and of course, the vast majority of the country says we're not. And then he's laid out how, you know, they want to talk about an assault on democracy from the, the MAGA crowd. And, and then he went through a litany of here are the assaults on democracy and, and some of the things you, you and I were just talking about and mm -hmm. things that, that, you know, the condition of our cities, the condition of the border, the condition of education, which is more indoctrination than anything else and calling the parents who object to it domestic terrorists and on and on the litany goes. Who are these people? The least qualified person in the United States of America right now as we sit here to talk about the soul of the nation is Biden himself. He's the least the least qualified person to talk about this. It's really an insult that they that he's giving this speech tonight. I think he, the fact apart from anything that he's going to say, the fact that he's giving this speech, I think is a profound uh, insult. It is. And I'll, you know, Father Frank, I'm not sure he knows what he's about to say. Or even after he says it, I'm not sure he believes it. Yeah. Because we do think that in, in all seriousness, there, there's some there's some mental things going on. Uh there's some there's some memory loss, dementia. I don't know. But the, the proof is in the video that we've seen and the yeah. words that he've said, it doesn't make sense. So he can say whatever he wants to, to, to lay out to the American people tonight, but I don't think he A believes it or and B remembers what he said. You know, one of the great antidotes to this, uh, of course, the person who should be speaking about the soul of America is President Donald J. Trump. And, uh, of course, one of the greatest services that you and your team provide and uh, Joe and Bridget and the whole RSBN team uh, is precisely bringing us the uh, the, pres the speeches of President Trump. Oh, and let's just, before we go into the uh, reading, um, Saturday night, his first speech, President Trump, his first speech since the Mar-a-Lago debacle, uh, 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 unconstitutional raid. Um, this is going to be exciting. Tell us a little preview. Well, I'll give you a preview. I've got my thoughts on it. I think it's going to be one of the most watched rallies we've ever done, Father Frank. I really think so. Uh, think about this for a second. Biden uh, led his little cronies down there at President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, they raided his home. They went through everything for eight, nine hours. But guess what? Saturday night in Scranton, PA, President Trump's going in his backyard there. Yeah. And he's going to throw a rally in his backyard. Yeah. And I'm praying that he makes an announcement that he's going to run. Now, I know that's going out on the, on the limb here, but if there was ever a perfect timing, in my opinion, it's doing it this Saturday in his backyard, yes, showing yes. Joe Biden, I'm in charge, I'm the rightful president. 
Well, you know, he is in charge, and 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 that and that is becoming. I think that's one of the reasons the other side is going so crazy these days because. You know, this raid on Mar-a-Lago came, as I'm sure you've commented uh, in these recent weeks, uh, right after it was just absolutely undeniable that President Trump's streak of winning in these primary races where he would endorse candidates and they would yeah. just score to victory um, was it would just was and remains undeniable. And he is he is 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 clearly, I mean, politically the one in charge. Um, so Saturday night's going to be very exciting. I understand he's scheduled to speak at 7 p.m. Eastern time. 7 o'clock, yeah. 7 o'clock yeah. Eastern. And you know what? We're going to have a special message that you always deliver uh, for oh, our yeah. audience. Yeah, I love that. I mean, like I said, we're, we're going back here, you know, right at post-election. These moments that we're having right now together with everyone watches right now, and God bless everybody watches right now. These are, this is some special, this is special to all of us at Right Side to have you on. So, if we have you on tonight, we have you on Saturday night. I love it. Oh, it's great. We we really enjoy doing it. So let's go. Let's go to the the Word of God. I chose a passage here uh, where where Solomon asks for something, and we all know what it was. Well, let's just read from First Kings three, uh, starting in uh, in verse uh, five. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream, and God said, "Ask for whatever you want me to give you." Solomon answered, you have shown kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you, righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a, a son to sit on his throne this very day. Now, O Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have you asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in, in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both riches and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in my ways and obey my statutes, and commands, as your father David did, I will give you a long life. What a beautiful reading and what a contrast, right, Brian, to what we were just discussing about, you know, Biden giving this speech tonight. I mean, it's like the opposite of the attitude of Solomon. It's like, I know what I'm, I know what's right. And you people mm -hmm. are all a threat to democracy. And, you know, and meanwhile, the man has no discernment whatsoever to govern these people uh, of America. Yeah, and he, and they've gotten away from the word of God so much. I mean, the Democrats don't, they don't follow the word of God. They don't believe this is a sovereign nation. They, they don't believe that we, that our founding fathers, you know, wrote our, our guidelines based on Judeo-Christian values. I mean, that's just what they did. I mean, they listened to the word of God to put those uh, rights in place. So they don't believe it, but guess what, Father Frank, we do. 
We do. We do. And, and, you know, our viewers, do we have such a great audience? So I'm so happy that as we do these programs, uh, we bring together, you know, the RSBN audience, the Priest for Life audience. And, and I, think, I think a lot of new uh, elements uh, of our audience are coming together. A lot of people are discovering us as these free speech platforms continue to grow. A getter in, in, in particular, really helping out Truth Social, of course, uh, uh, and uh, Rumble. Uh, I mean, these yeah. are these are tremendous gifts uh, of God himself. Uh, and of course, you know, some of the traditional platforms, even though they've been very, very, um, uh, you know, infected by this censorship, uh, you know, we're still able to reach people. We're still able to we're still able to do it, you know. And uh, yeah. my goodness, um, what a blessing. It is a blessing. And I just want to encourage everybody right now, wherever you're watching this right now, to tag a friend, share this link. And sometimes it's best if you click the link and share and copy the link and then text it to somebody. Because sometimes these big tests, you know, they will suppress the, the, the little, you know, shadow ban you, if you will, that this broadcast doesn't get out. But if you share the link, they can't they can't suppress that. They can't suppress your cell phone. So. Uh, share this link and let's get as many people as we can on it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a really good technique to use, uh, Brian. That's great. Let's pray. I, I wrote this special prayer for President Trump in the light of uh, everything that's been happening. And uh, brothers and sisters, join me and Brian now as we uh, pray for our, our greatest president, our 45th and 47th, I am convinced, uh, president of the United States. God Almighty Father, we praise you for the wondrous deeds you have done throughout history. Your wondrous deed of creating us, though we did not ask for it or earn it. Your wondrous love in raising up your own people, giving them a covenant and a land to call their own. We praise you for manifesting yourself in Jesus Christ and for giving us faith in him, in whose blood alone we find forgiveness and peace, in whose name alone we find hope of salvation, and in whose power alone we find security. We acknowledge him as King of kings and Lord of lords, the ruler of every nation. Lord, your word teaches us that all authority has been established by you, that those who serve us in public office are ministers of God, and that we are to pray for all in authority, that we may lead peaceful lives in all godliness and devotion. O oh God, we praise your loving providence, by which you have protected your people in distress, and you have proven that those who trust in you will be victorious over every evil. You tested your servant Abraham and commanded him to sacrifice his only son Isaac. When you saw his obedience, you stayed his hand and provided a ram for the sacrifice and gave him Isaac back as one from the dead. We praise you for what you did for your people whom you set free from slavery in Egypt. You taught them to trust in you even when they were caught between Pharaoh's armies and the Red Sea. And you said to Moses, tell the Israelites to go forward. And you brought them a mighty deliverance. Lord, when the apostles of your son saw him taken away to be crucified, they thought their hope was lost and they deserted him and fled. The women wondered who would roll away the stone for them. And the disciples walking to Emmaus told the stranger that they were hoping that Jesus would be the one to deliver them. You brought them to a mighty deliverance and a new hope 
when that same Jesus stood before them victorious, risen from the dead, never to die again. Lord, we praise you also for the gift you have given us and have given the world in the United States of America, a land that attracts people from across the globe because of its promise of freedom and opportunity. We thank you for having led us through many trials, through wars and division and times of severe economic stress and acts of terrorism. Lord, in our day, you have blessed our nation with the greatest president we have seen, Donald J. Trump. Lord, this is a man who trusts in you, believes in your son, and relies on the power of prayer. Time and time again, you have given him victory over his enemies who have counted him out from the very first day he announced he was running for president, who were absolutely certain he could not ever win, who spied on his campaign, who misused federal intelligence agencies against him, who fabricated lies about him, who launched fake investigations and impeachment proceedings, who denied equal representation and proper due process, and who now raided his home in an act unprecedented in American history. Lord, at every turn, you have given President Trump victory and enabled him to accomplish great things for this nation. We ask you to give him and us victory once again. Give President Trump holy wisdom. Surround him with your angels of protection and provide him the strength to carry out each day the work he does on behalf of America. Thank you for all the good you have accomplished through him and his administration's commitment to eliminate corruption from the seat of power in Washington, D.C., to secure the borders and strengthen the military of our nation, to frustrate those who plan terrorist attacks on our homeland, to foster law and order in our communities, to protect our citizens from the China virus, to restore and strengthen our economy, to promote honesty and fairness in our trade agreements, to appoint to our courts judges who faithfully apply our Constitution and its law and laws as they are written, to defend the lives of the unborn from the violence of abortion, to improve our health care system, to properly care for our veterans, to defend the sacred heritage and safety of Israel and the good of all our allies, and to promote and defend the freedom of all citizens in the United States and around the world to live according to their religious beliefs. Lord, Send your spirit to our 45th president, that he may glorify you in every success and find consolation from you in every sorrow. Protect his family, guide his advisors, enable him to continue to accomplish those things that will secure the physical and moral strength of our nation for our children and grandchildren. Father, we trust in your providence, which has guided and blessed the United States of America from its earliest days. Grant that this trust may grow and be rewarded as we live our calling to be good citizens on earth and faithful citizens of your heavenly kingdom. We ask this all through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. I prayed that, Brian, here on uh, the network with uh, Pastor Robert Jeffries the other night. Oh, he's uh, great. I was so glad to have him on, and he he has oh, wow. graciously graciously come on a number of times, and uh, as you know, great friend and supporter of the president. 
Yeah, he is. You know, I'm, I'm in the Dallas area, so I'm very familiar with him. And uh, yeah, he's he's a great, I mean, look, President Trump has surrounded himself with people like yourself and that for guidance and support. And uh, and I think that's a big influence on his decisions and the way he uh, leads his country. So we need we need more we need more around him. We sure do. Brian, you know the needs of uh, RSBN and you also, uh, you know, as in the position that you are helping to run the network, you uh, uh, communicate with so many different people. Are there some, as we conclude, and we usually conclude with the Lord's Prayer, uh, are there some particular prayer needs that we should uh, uh, join in now, uh, together with, of course, the needs of all our friends that are leaving comments, uh, praying for health and for financial security and for their families and whatnot, and friends continue to leave those comments. But, Brian, any particular requests that we should sort of gather up in prayer tonight? That that is a great. I'm glad you, you brought that up. I want I want everyone right now to pray for our, the personal safety of everyone that's involved, not only with Right Side but yourself and and every one of us as we walk out into this society where it's becoming more and more toxic. And we need yeah. the shield. We need the armor of God around us. We need a helmet that's going to protect our minds, our, our and, and and protect us from a lot of the the enemy. And so. I would like for people to pray for our safety. I mean, uh, like I said, I was in California the last couple of days, and, and that is a very difficult place to be if you're a conservative, if you're a person of faith, because there's evil forces out there. So I just want to make sure that all of our talent travels around the country safely, that all, everyone watching us right now as you go uh, throughout the weekend. And I just want to make sure everyone uh, is protected. So a special prayer would be great. That's that's so important. And uh, we want to pray for uh, Joe and Bridget and their family and all the great uh, team and staff uh, there at RSBN and here at Priest for Life. And, yeah. um, and 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 then too the great candidates that now, you know, so many have won their primaries uh, and now we're shifting gears into the general election season. We're going to pray for all these candidates, so many of whom have been and will continue to be appearing on the network, uh, really, really great opportunity for us to hear them, uh, Brian, through your work and uh, and that of the whole team. So let's sum up all these prayers and praises. Father, we put ourselves in your hands. Uh, you are the protector. Lord, our founding fathers acknowledged you as such, and, and your power is supreme, uh, and you defeat the enemy uh, uh, generation after generation. So we, Lord, uh, uh, beg that protection. We trust in that protection. Uh, and we trust in your prov provision uh, for all the needs of our audience that are leaving their, their comments and will do so as they watch uh, uh, the recording of this broadcast. Father, bless them all. Bless their children. Bless their needs, their finances, their health. And bless us all now as we pray in the words that your son Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, Brian, it's been a delight to be with you. Thanks for taking the time uh, to uh, pray together with me and with our, our whole audience tonight and uh, continued blessings on RSBN and on you.
Yeah, everyone there for Priest for Life, you guys are very special to us. Uh, you are very special to us as well. So we are lucky to have you. And uh, and everybody who's watching right now, hey, let, support Priest for Life, support Right Side any way you can. Thoughts, prayers, we love it. We appreciate you too, very much. And as we always say, right, Brian, connect with us on uh, all the social media platforms at Truth Social and Getter and all the all of them that you are on, brothers and sisters. You can find Right Side Broadcasting. The address is usually at RSB Network. And uh, yeah. for me, it's at FR Frank Pavone. So please do connect with us and uh, let's continue supporting, encouraging praying for one another and working together to save our nation. Brian Glenn, God bless you. And all of you, brothers and sisters, God bless you too. We will talk to you again tomorrow. Take care. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.